Oh, what is up, wrestling fans? We are live coming at you again this week as we prepare for AEW's Revolution Sting's final match coming up this Sunday right here in North Carolina, Greensboro Coliseum to be exact. Uh, I'm, of course, one of your hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined each and every week by your other two hosts, the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland and Garrett G. Money Mun. Fellas, what's going on this week? Uh, I'm just upset. Yeah, I didn't. Didn't but uh, but so so uh, Carl and I, we were we were so excited for Elimination Chamber that uh, we really wanted to go, but we thought you know we could at least get like some sort of like an Australian experience. So uh, so Carl and I, we uh, we went to uh, Kentucky because there's a, a place called. Uh, Kentucky down under, and uh, we uh, we had a good old time with some wallabies and some kangaroos. Had a good old time. Kentucky down under, yeah. Kentucky down under, yeah. Drunk some fathers and threw some boomerangs. Uh, it was a real good time. Had like some. Uh, time. Did, did we get some like kangaroo jerky too? Got some kangaroo jerky. Uh, we got to play a ditchery do. It was uh, it was a good time. Good time. Nice. Sounds like a good time. It was. Um, an amazing time. Completely random time, too. Oh, yeah. Doing, Kentucky down under. But, uh, yeah. So, that being said, let's kick it over to the random band entrance theme of the week. Fuck's sake, John Michael Montgomery. <sighs> this was torture. <laughs> he has some good songs. That, like none of them are like good intro songs, but no. he has like like you know, friend love. You know, he's he's got some good songs. It was uh, I don't know. It, it took me a little bit to find something that was even like. Something that you can remotely even use for a. Um, you burn that toes, mine. You burn that toes, mine, dude. You burn that. I'll let you go first, though. You want me to go first? Yeah, because if you I'll start you my own. Chose Carl's song, you got to go second. No, I'll go, I can pick a different song. That's fine. Yeah, okay. Oh, pulls back up here. I chose Friday at five. Oh, he didn't pick mine. Woo. All right. Go ahead, Carl. Oh, uh, you want me to go? Because yep. I know John Michael Montgomery. Because like once I once I started playing the songs, I actually knew like half of them. I'm like, oh, I fucking know this. Um, yeah, but I wanted to go with uh, like something like a little upbeat. I know it's still a love song, but I went with uh, Be My Baby Tonight. Nice. That's kind of what I was going to pick, not going to lie. So I probably should have gone second, but uh, I didn't want to pick your song. 
well. <laughs> so, so I think pick the only other uh, song that I could think of that I I I remember. I know just it's it's a terrible theme song, but it's gonna be mine. I'll probably be like a loser or something, and I'll just pick. Uh, I'll pick. I swear. You don't have to be a loser. Just I'll like swear I'll, every night. I'll, I'll swear every night. Now I swear I'm every swearing. night that you're gonna beat your ass. Like I swear, I'm gonna fuck you up. Baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, awesome. What we got for next week, Carl? If we got uh, next week. No, we don't have any more country. Uh, we got the All-American Rejects. There we go. Oh, yeah. Even better. Awesome. I like me some All-American Rejects. Guess because Chris has a bunch of uh, dirty little secrets. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Some days. <laughs> some days. Don't fall. Stay there. There we go. All right. So, All-American Rejects next week, which brings us over to the Elite Figure of the Week. That's right. And, of course, the Elite Figure of the Week is brought to you by EntertainmentEarth.com. Go ahead and use the code FTCollect at checkout and save 10% off any in-stock item. You know, we thought about getting uh, the Elite uh, to sponsor it because we like the Elite, but we don't actually, so fuck them. But, uh, That's why I just kind of jacked the song a little bit. <laughs> All right, so I've got the Monday Night Wars Walmart exclusive Series 1 Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh the, hold on, hold it, hold it back up. That's the, like, uh, like the one before the NWO where he had, like, a little lightning on his pants. Yeah, this this one is just straight black. It's really, really just simple. Um, it's the first appearance after Bash at the Beach. Oh, okay. From July 15th, 96. Because he had one right before like he joined the NWO. There was like one point where he had like those pants and then like the like it was like kinda like a like a black biker outfit. Yeah, I think he was still um he was still just Hulk Hogan at that point. Yeah. It was before he did the turn and everything. But this comes with the um this guy here. It's got the legs to build the uh, Lex Luger in the white puppy shirt from the uh, first Monday Nitro. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was going to come with the monster truck that he burst uh, the giant in or whatever. It's got two sets of hands. Of course, it's got the black bandana. Fucking zip top. Audience is now dead from listening to the fucking rapper. Sorry, everybody. Wasn't, wasn't trying to kill everyone. Killed yeah. All right. So, yeah, so he's got, like, Hulkster on the uh, the weight belt. Mm-hmm. And, like like I said, the pants are all just, like, really just plain. Just plain plain black. black. 
Brother, brother, brother. brother. Look at that tan. Yeah, man. It's really like hot dogish. <laughs> she come, she come <laughs> with a tanning bed. It's like okay, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my god, hilarious. He's even got oh, let me get this off here. One little strand of hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> oh, this is great. That's- that's what they all that do come up with like a uh, like an eighties wrestler or something. They like come and you like have to make them better. So it comes with like a tenon bed and like a bottle of baby oil. <laughs> Absolutely. You get the shaved or chest so they look more appealing or whatever. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. That's a Walmart exclusive. Those are hitting Walmart um now, I believe. Some people have been finding them. Um, the only other one I want from this set is the Scott Hall, and then Series Two has Kevin Nash. Um, the Scott one, Hall blue jeans, yeah, the whole like Canadian tuxedo, full denim, the vest, cool. everything. Um, cool. I'm kind of excited for that. And then the other two figures in the set is Austin and the Undertaker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I sat there, I'm like, they're in WCW, and then I was like, no, it's the Monday Night War. Okay, yeah. on. <laughs> so, um, Undertaker, Austin has, like, the full camouflage, like, the jacket, the pants, and everything. Um, and then like, he made McMahon piss his pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. And then I'm sure, like, Undertaker is, like, the Phenon Undertaker? Or Ministry um, Undertaker? I think so. I want to bend over and pick up the box I threw on the floor. They should have had Kane in that one, too. Yeah, so this one is... um, We've gotten this Undertaker before. I think in the Ultimate Edition. It's just the black vest. Black tights. With like the pony vest, yeah. Like the collar on the vest is like pony, like a something. Yep. There you go. Is that one there? No. Okay. Yeah, nothing too spectacular. Um, basically, yeah, it's kind of garbage, really. Looks I more like fucking. Uh, looks like Crush more than it does Undertaker. Pretty much. Like I said, they just did this one in an Ultimate Edition. So it's kind of... kind of wish they would have did like a different Undertaker attire. Yeah. We haven't gotten in a while or a new one. Something. Yeah. All right, they kind of did the one with like the little ministry vest where he has like a little pointy thing on the back. Yeah. But I think this one's like supposed to be when he threw what's his net face off the cage. Like around so. that time frame. <coughs> I said what's his face like I can't remember Mick Foley. <laughs> what's his face? He threw what's his face off the fucking cage. <coughs> oh, oh man, excuse me. Oh. Alright, awesome. So that's gonna that's your uh, elite figure of the week. And let's head over to Forgot to load this up beforehand. 
the joys of being live. We're live, pal. You're live. Damn it. We fucked it all up. Let's start oh. over. From the top. Redo. Take two, Chris. <laughs> Redo. All right. Let's go ahead and get over to the instant replay, uh, which, of course, is brought to you by our friends over at Dubby. Visit uh, W.GG to order your hydration and energizing drink mixes. Just go to Russell Gadden at checkout to save yourself an additional 10%. Mm-hmm. You got to take Debbie, you know, to energize while you're having sex and then stay hydrated afterwards. Damn straight. <laughs> How are you, bro? All right, I'll kick it off here real quick. Um, we want to send our condolences out to the family of uh, Virgil, uh, Michael Jones, Vincent. Um, passed earlier this week, I believe it was um, heart attack. I think was the, the reason mm-hmm. behind it. Um, Vin- Virgil, one of only what four four people to hold the million dollar championship, like officially. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Four or five. The meat sauce king. The breadstick. Something. I can't remember what the other one was. Mike Jones. A lot of haters, a lot of homies. I'm kidding. That's a different Mike. Will will literally sell you his shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But uh, thoughts and prayers and good vibes out to his family, fans, friends. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed him. Uh, I mean, like, was he the best wrestler? No, by no means. No, but, but he was like he fit he fit the gimmick pretty well, you know. And then that WrestleMania when he burst uh, Ted DiBiase, you know, he was really pulling for him. Yeah. You know, because you got all so, those years with him as uh, you know, with as Ted DiBiase's like servant, pretty much. Got all those yeah. years like mistreatment and all the other stuff just pent up, and finally like he has enough, and then you know you rally the fans behind him, which is a really good face turn for him. Um, it just yeah. really didn't amount to anything besides that match, maybe like a couple other matches, but yeah, yeah, because I mean he was a really good heel too. I think a lot of people like his best work was always as a heel, like you know with Ted DiBiase and then in the NWO. Yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, rest in peace, Virgil. You're now yeah. in a better place with all the meat sauce that you want. All right. Uh, just saw this this morning. Apparently, uh, Hammerstone has signed with Impact with TNA Wrestling. All right. Moose Hammerstone. That's what I need. Book it now. Now. Yeah. No, don't book it now. Let it build a little bit. You can have both of them in there for a little while. Let Hammerstone get a couple wins. And then then have him. I think it'll be good good for him, though. I need something else besides MLW. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people get recognized from Impact, too, from TNA, as they bounce to other brands and stuff or other companies. I like Hammerstone. Mm-hmm. 
see him more on a weekly basis, actually on TV and not on YouTube. I don't really get to watch a lot of MLW anyway, so I watch more Impact. All right, exciting news for TNA. Another big signing for them. Let's kick it over to some WWE news. Uh, I have a whole lot of uh, WWE news, but let's talk Elimination Chamber. And, uh, oh, we're going to talk Elimination yeah. Chamber. Congrats to uh, Carl. He uh, managed to predict all four matches correctly. And uh, got the bonus point. And got bonus points. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, man, Garrett, you only got one right. It's all good. I know, sorry, you got two right. My bad. There's only four, so I mean, we all. I was the only one that didn't pick Judgment Day. I picked New Catch Republic, so that kept me from from yeah. And then Garrett picked my just... ridiculous stuff. So. Who'd you pick uh, to win the elimination chamber? Raquel, which and one? Randy Orton, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh. He's just trying to be different. Oh, yeah, copy, copy me like you always do. I mean, to be honest, who I should have picked for the Elimination Chamber was Tiffany Stratton. She should have fucking won. I, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I had that in the notes right here. Uh, Tiffy time, baby. Yeah. I was like, she Stratton. looked the best in that match. Mm-hmm. And that, that crowd was on their feet. Like the second she got into that ring, like they were cheering her left and right. So the yeah. women's elimination chamber was like way better than the men's to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that happened last year too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing was it's like a little predictable. Uh, but I mean, yeah. I, when I say predictable, I mean like the outcome, not like the match itself. Well, that's why but, I was watching it with um was Zatanna and we're watching the chamber match and you know it gets to the point where the next person's coming out. I was like, who's coming out next? So we'd guess who's coming out. I got all of them right. I purposely decided someone else and then Raquel would come out and just because she was like, Did you watch this already? How do you know who's coming out? <laughs> no, but it was even like with them coming out it was pretty predictable for that. But yeah. I mean, it was the same way with the men's too. Garrett yeah. was talking about knowing who was coming out. Yep. I mean, because you knew Orton wasn't going to come out early. No. Absolutely not. And then I, I told him, like, you knew, like, Logan was going to be one of the last ones and Owens is going to be waiting for him. So. I will say, probably the only thing on the entire pay-per-view that I did not like was the Grayson Waller effect. I think that should have been, that should have been the women's yeah. team. Like they should have worked that onto the actual pay-per-view instead of the pre-show. Yeah. the That segment, like, it wasn't really, I mean, I guess it was like, so the fans could see Seth and Cody and yeah, you know, but they could have. I, I did like, I did like the, I did like Cody's introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Um, I would say I didn't like the woman, the main I mean, event. It was. Lies. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like the main event. Uh, 
Hopefully this is the last time we see Nadex. I something. I will give Naya credit. This is probably the best she's looked coming back. This is probably one of the better matches she's been in. And better um, matches she's had in a match. Uh I'm not gonna give her that. It's like I wouldn't either. You're saying, like compared to some lazy of a worker to be in there. The, I think right, the biggest issue she has is she gets told all the time she's this like irresistible force, so she feels like she needs to no sell everything, and it makes her look yeah. like an ass. Yeah, and then it honestly it, puts the freaking wrestler she's wrestled in danger because like when you no sell something, like they have to take the brunt of the damage. Yeah, you. like the fucking Hurricane Rada, or uh, it's like. How how can like she is able to fucking suplex you off the fucking ropes, but yet she's not strong to knock you down with a goddamn drop kick? Like it makes no sense. Like it got better when she started selling stuff, but like the first half of the match, I was just like, I felt so sorry for Rhea Ripley, and I feel like with the effort that Rhea gave, like if you would have gave her like Bianca Belair. Uh, I, in all honesty, I think it would have been a better main event if it was Rhea versus Liv Morgan. Or Liv Morgan, yeah. Anybody. Really, like, anybody. Because the crowd was behind Rhea Ripley. She was a fucking superstar. And it's like, I think that's maybe why they went with Nia because they knew, like, without a shadow of a doubt, nobody would be cheering for her, maybe. And that's why they chose her to fucking go against her, but man, it's just like, I felt so sorry because that was like a career-defining moment for Rhea Ripley, but the match is like, it's alright. Nobody's like, oh, it's the best match ever, so it's like, yeah, it was okay. You know? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best match on the card. Um, I still stick by that Nia looked better in this match and she has anything else, but I don't think she deserved that main event spot. I mean, but so what does that mean? Else. What does that mean, Chris? Like, she looks better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she looked okay. better. She looked better the in shit, this match the, with Rio. The, 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 the shit that told it looks better than the shit on the wall, but it's so, the fucking shit. I'm just saying, like, compared to the other matches she's been in, since she's been back, this has been her best showing. But that okay, doesn't you, mean she deserved to be in the okay. main event spot. Okay, you can say that, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not so, saying like so this I is told, her best match ever. I mean, it's what she's looked better in this match than she has in any other match she's had since she's been back. So, so I was telling Carl, I thought the best match on the card was the tag team match. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of which, so like I thought like something went wrong with the feed or something. But apparently, they're saying that the reason why the screen went black uh, at that match when they were getting ready to throw Dime out was that the front row flipped off Dominic Mysterio. Yep. Uh, that's what I heard. We're talking about this is a fucking premium live event. So it's a pay per view. It's not like it's on TV. Uh, so we're paying to see this on a fucking uh, platform that has. All kinds of fucking R-rated movies that show tits, ass, birds, cuss words. Like, why are we fucking editing this? It makes no sense. It makes Uh, absolutely no sense. It's because there's 
kid watching. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's kids well, that stumble across those rated R movies, too. Oh, and there was fucking there was kids there. There, hell, they were probably in the front row flipping birds. Like it's fucking wrestling. They were. Man. They definitely were. Like you tell me when I was like when I was a little kid, that was like the only only place my parents would let me cuss was at wrestling. Like, hey, you bring that cuss at home, but motherfucker, if you want to cuss out motherfucking Jerry King Lawler, go ahead. Are freaking ridiculous, but, man. It's, but but yeah, the tech team match was like the best match by far. I agree. I like that one. Yeah. That was really good. And then I and then I would go then I'd go women's like it was like tech team match, then the women's elimination, then the men's elimination, uh, then the Grayson Waller effect, and then uh the main event. No, I take it. I, I ain't gonna shit on them like that. It was better than the fucking Grayson Waller. <laughs> I'll be honest. The best part of the Grayson Waller effect was him doing the shoey with the guy in the fucking crowd that was from Australia UFC. No, to, no, to me, to me was the, uh, the fucking introducing Cody, oh, and he's like, Cody. "The man, thanks to the American education system, can't finish the story." <laughs> I, he's not lying. So. <laughs> the worst education system is in the world. Like, come on. <laughs> Funny. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Elimination Chamber. I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was a good, solid pay per view. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Me and fucking Garrett woke up to watch it. <laughs> we both did. I woke I up like right at five o'clock. And watch it. I watched it. Uh, I watched it Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, get text me like, "Hey, you what? Uh, something?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm watching How'd you do? <laughs> Awesome. Uh, what else we got? We skip um, Elimination Chamber, Monday Night Raw. We kind of setting up some stuff for WrestleMania. Um, with the the Judgment Day and Imperium. Looks like I don't know where they're going with this. This whole thing with Gunther. Are we getting Dom versus Gunther? Are we getting Priest versus Gunther? Or are we getting like a number one contenders match or a multi-person match for the IC title? So I think you're getting so, like a I think you're getting like a tournament uh for the title, like because it we got what like two or three more Mondays? Yeah. Or maybe four Mondays. So I think we'll probably get like a tournament like for the number one contendership, but it won't be at WrestleMania. Uh, and then I'm hoping they go with Dominic. I mean, they could go with Priest, but I don't see what Priest has to gain. And like, unless he's going to gain the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, whereas in like Dominic Mysterio, I think uh, both have something to gain. You know, Gunther will still be able to keep his belt. Uh, look really good, and then uh, Dominic, you know, even though everybody hates him, it kind of proves like, hey, you know, I'm putting in my dues by having a match with Gunther because you know, Gunther's gonna beat the hell out of him, yeah, type thing, you know, absolutely. Um, 
don't know. I can see them doing maybe a multi-person IC title match. We haven't had like a like a four or five man or even like a ladder match for the IC title in a while. Yeah, I so I saw. Uh, I don't remember where I saw it. I saw somebody posted like a WrestleMania forty prediction. And Kimbo's it was a match. And so. it was like it was like Gunther. It was like Gunther, Chad Gable. <coughs> um, I think Dom was in it. Um, Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane. Uh, I don't remember who all. There's a bunch of just random people. So I was like, that would be fun. That would be good. So, Braun Breaker doesn't come out with the NXT tag title. Oh, he did last week, I thought, or maybe he didn't. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't have it tonight. So, yeah. what else? All right. Well, they might he, he listen to uh, a, a tag team that came to NXT last week that we, I forgot to tell you all about, but we're on the show this week. The Good Brothers. The good brothers. Yeah, pretty excited for that. I am too. I, I think it's a I'm good place for him to be honest. Yeah. Until uh, until Tom the Tonga shows tag up. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, Cody, we got a Paul Heyman show up on Raw. Um, Cody expecting him and ready for him, and uh, Cody is now hunting the bloodline, going into WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I didn't get it was the fucking the security, like so the bloodline had security as well. Like that fucking like made no sense. I think the security was for Heyman. Well, I mean the security was for Heyman, but it was still like I said I have members of the bloodline out there. You had fucking like yeah. stages. I don't think it, would, it probably wouldn't have made any sense if they brought like Solo and Jimmy, because then like Jay uh, would have, Jay would have attacked Jimmy and Solo. Right. Well, that would have been better. That would have been a better that's, segment. That's like, true, like, that would have then... helped build the uh, potential Jimmy versus Jay match at Mania, which you know we're gonna end up getting anyway. Yep. That's yeah. Sure. Based upon Monday. Yeah. Was it Monday or is it the Monday before? No, it's Friday before. Or is it no, Friday or it last, Monday before? Wasn't it last Monday when uh, it was Jay and Gunther? He interfered. Jimmy interfered. Yeah, when, uh, Jimmy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the last Austin Monday. The IC title. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I got to say, I really enjoy the new Legato Del Fantasma. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm jealous you can watch SmackDown and I can't. I'm sorry. I mean, I could, but I, I don't feel like going to the living room. It's more comfy in my, my chair. Awesome. I All right. Um, NXT, Good Brother showed up. We kind of, we touched a little bit on that um, second week in a row. It's like they're going for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Um, as they pretty much cleared house last week and then 
try and do the same again this week. Yep. Which, I mean, I kind of hope they win on the standard and deliver that way. Like, because obviously we know Breakers going to the main roster, so they don't really yeah. need to keep the title. Makes sense. And that gives like a more, puts more name recognition on the NXT tag titles with someone like the Good Brothers winning yeah. those tag championships and kind of kind of helps boost them a little more than what they already are. Yeah, because it's always better when you actually have like a tag team. Yeah. It's an actual tag team. Hold on. That should be pretty good. Um, I don't have much. Anything else for the week? Um, before we get into AEW. Sean tonight. Spears. Oh, yeah. Sean Spears. I totally forgot to put that. It is right there in the notes. So, uh, Sean Spears. Impact? I mean, that Impact or Tinny. Uh, Sean Spears on NXT. Return yeah. to NXT. Laid out uh, Ridge Holland. All these uh, the vignettes have been building up to the last couple weeks. Um, the video, the text, and everything on his entrance video is the same exact text that has been used in the Bo Dallas teaser videos. And of course, the recent video with Bo Dallas was talking about having um, multiple having representation across all aspects of WWE, so NXT, Raw, SmackDown. And it looks like Sean Spears may be the first one to show up. Um, and actually, I think Dallas put out a video after Sean Spears had made his debut saying, you know, one of my disciples has finally decided to step into the light. So interesting. So there we go. So that answered I my question. I do like, too, that uh, they're not going back to calling him Ty Dillinger and they're keeping Sean Spears. Yeah, Sean Spears. I'll say that, that chair shot was a perfect 10, though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, that was pretty awesome. I'm excited to see Sean Spears back. I think he got wasted in AEW. He did, um, especially Absolutely. once they started bringing in like all like all the bigger named WWE guys that got released, um, stuff like that. He just kind of got pushed to the wayside when it was looking like they were actually going to do something with him, but then they didn't, and it just uh, it sucked. All right, but uh, speaking of AEW, we had the uh, go home show for Dynamite going into Revolution this week. Um, I don't know what to say. I did not like that final segment with uh, the Bucks saw- and Sting and Darby and Flair. It was just stupid. Hey, I, I saw Flair was kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, I just so so. Here's something I don't understand, and, and Carl, maybe you know. How is uh how is Ric Flair affected by uh by a low blow to his dick? I feel like at this point he's got nothing down there left to feel. He's been taking so many <laughs> low blows in his fucking lifetime. There ain't no way he can even feel what's going on down there. That's the only way to attack Ric Flair is with a low blow, man. That's 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 fucking love muscle. Honestly, I feel like, been I feel like it would hurt the guy giving the low blow more than the actual guy getting the low blow, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, the only only time it really hurts you is, is if the fucking uh, herpes pops off and lands on you. But other than that, man. <laughs> oh, awesome! <coughs> yeah, uh, I just didn't like that last segment. I the thing yeah, Tim- me the most with it. You have you know Darby getting the shit kicked out of him. Then Flair comes out and you get the sword from Flair. Okay, cool. 
And now they're beating down Darby and Flair. We know Sting's there. Like they've advertised it all night. Sting's here, Sting's here, Sting's here. The music plays and the Bucks go up the ramp and they're standing there at the top of the ramp waiting for Sting. Sting comes down old school from the rafters, you know, lands in front of the ring, you know, helps up Darby and all that. And the Bucks run back to the ring. Like, why don't you just fucking walk away? <laughs> why are you running back to the ring? And why did it take so long for Sting to come down from the rafters to help out Darby and Flair? Yeah, he should have helped out Darby at the beginning, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like as soon as I mean, I think... getting, as soon as that beatdown yeah. started going on Flair, Sting should have hit the ring. Sting should have been down from the rafters in the middle of the ring and started, you know, swinging the bat. While you know, like yeah. old school, like WCW, unhooking the freaking yeah. harness and then you know, swinging and hit whatever that moves. Like, yeah, if it was me, like, I'm I'm the biggest Ric Flair fan uh, on the podcast, probably bigger than Garrett. Uh, Chris hates Ric Flair, so we're not going to include him. <laughs> but I'm the I'm the biggest Ric Flair fan, but I don't think I would have got him involved in that segment, like. I mean, you could get, you could have had him get attacked or maybe bumped, but like the in ring work, like he he's too slow and it looks goofy. Uh, you attacking them because you got to wait for him type thing. Um, and I I I get where they were trying to go with like seeing coming down from the rafters, but if you want to do that, like just make it make sense. Like Chris said, is like. You know, because it's shot down as soon as they started attacking Darby <laughs> Allen. Or, hell, if you would have did it in like, you know, the, at the beginning when nobody was expecting anything to happen before, you know, Darby Allen and all, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. have, him, have it be like a fucking big ass surprise. But, uh. I mean, I was half uh, expecting, you know, Sting to be in the crowd in the Sting mask. But then we got Darby yeah. instead, which. You know, it was still pretty cool, but, you know, I like, yeah. I like it when they do Sting in the Sting mask, hiding in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you could did you could did all kinds of things, but, like, what they did was, like, the dumbest idea. It's like... But, um, apparently, with that, you too, only have... Tony Khan had to talk, talk to Martha Hart about doing the the rafter drop. Why does he? That's, that don't make that makes no sense either. Yeah, it's like Tony Khan's retarded. Uh, and if he wants to have a, a successful wrestling show, call me Garrett and Chris, and we can come up with some ideas. <laughs> and you'll have the best reviews, and you probably put WWE out of business. Uh, but you don't want to do that. You don't want to call us because you got talent. That's the thing is you got talent on your roster to do this. Uh, no, because they're not going to call us because we won't push Britt Baker and um, <laughs> fucking Hangman Page and the Bucks and Kenny Omega. I mean, I like Kenny Omega. Uh, I Kenny Omega is fine in small doses. If like he can stay healthy. On a regular basis, that too. But he sucks on the microphone. So he has no mic Yeah, but I mean, he's never been the. That's not his expertise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people that are not good on the microphone that are excellent wrestlers. Yeah. Bret Hart. Like, <laughs> Bret Hart. Uh... But, um, yeah, speaking of Hangman, 
Was anybody else excited when he came out on crutches? <laughs> no. Oh man, I was kind of hoping that. Like, I don't want to see anybody get you know injured, you know, but I was kind of hoping that it was a legit thing and we we're gonna get Swerve and Joe one on one. Yeah. But the triple threat match will still be pretty good, regardless. Yep. Uh, it was also announced that uh, Tony Khan pulled his meat madness oh. on the pay-per-view. No, man. Yeah, so no more, man, no more meat I madness. Wait, I was ready for it. For, for it. He must have offended all the vegetarians and couldn't yeah. take it down. <laughs> Said due yeah, to uh, participants being injured, um, so they had to pivot and change a match to something else. Oh, just really, there's sure a lot of people in AEW that are injured. Yeah, not surprised. So this is what we're doing now. We're doing an all-star eight-man scramble at Revolution. Yeah. Uh, are we doing our picks now? Yeah, we can start doing picks now. We can talk about the pay-per-view and stuff. I don't, they don't really have much left from Dynamite. Yeah. I'll take Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, yeah. I mean, I have all these people that's who I'd pick, uh, which means Hook will probably win. Uh, but or Wardlow. Yeah. I don't know shit. Jericho was in the match, too, so it might just end up being fucking Jericho. Because, God forbid. Yeah. Know, Jericho, I mean, if he wants to fucking hit a treadmill or something, um, and be sincere and actually try to do one more run, I think he has enough juice to have like one more run in him. It's just right now, it just seems, it seems like he's just phoning it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. There's there's one thing I want to get. I want to kind of divert like deviate here for a minute um o'shea jackson jr ice cube's son was on uh chris van vliet's uh show last week and he basically mm-hmm. said the same thing that we've all been saying about AEW fans about how if somebody is on your show you don't tell us who they are or give us like some kind of background on them and when we ask we're told you know go google it Mm. And that's kind of like the thing with they. I don't know if they finally took it to heart this week because they had um, Atlantis Jr. wrestle Jericho on Dynamite, which I think was pointless on this matchup because mm-hmm. there's your final your show before your pay per view. You should be building matches to your pay per view, but instead you're giving me this throwaway match between Jericho and his old tag team partner's son. But they actually explained the history between Atlantis. And Jericho and Atlantis Jr. Why Jericho requested to wrestle Atlantis Jr. when the CML CMLL deal came into play. So kudos to AEW for actually taking time to tell us who somebody is and why somebody wants to wrestle them. It's about damn time. Yeah. It'd be about uh, better, like if you know you build a storyline with it. Like, have him come out and attack him, and then they're like, oh, why do you attack him? And then him be like, oh, yeah, I was your partner's son, and you shitted on him for years. He made it. You know what I mean? Yep. 
Yep. But no, let's just have a random match. Who you got, Garrett? Who's winning? Um, I'm picking uh whoever this guy is behind Brian Cage. He looks like he's a <laughs> mystical being. He's he's kind of green. Is that the lead lead singer for the the All American Reject? Yeah, I think so. That's what it looks like. So those are mystery opponents. There's like two mystery people. Yeah, there's two two people that they haven't put in the match yet, or mystery people. So it'll probably be something stupid. It's gonna be Garrett's pick is mystery mystery guy. So put him down. Mystery guy was that mystery guy number two. <laughs> Mr. Guy number two. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, it's probably going to end up being Wardlow, honestly. <coughs> oh, that's that's my pick for this one is Wardlow. It just kind of seems like a, a throwaway. Like, why doesn't the, FT, the FTW title should be on the line for this one then? Why not do that? Instead of stupid stuff. Um, FTR versus Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. This should be a pretty solid tag team matchup um, in the historic Greensboro Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. Is Moxley's contract up soon? Because I see a lot of people saying he's going to be he's going to WWE soon. I don't think uh, he's he ain't going to. He's not he coming back to WWE. There, I don't see that happening at all. Honestly. I saw like a hilarious. I saw like a hilarious video someone posted, and it was like after Rollins beats McIntyre at WrestleMania, Mox's music hits. <laughs> I was like, <sighs> no, yeah, way. I don't think. I don't think he's coming back. I think he's where he wants to be, and far as yeah. his career goes, from what it looks like, though. Yeah, I don't think he'd get the push in WWE that he has in AEW. Nope. Um, before uh, Carl steals my pick, I'm going to go with uh, FTR. Oh, trying to, trying to think. I'm, I'm not going to steal your pick. I'm going mm-hmm. with the only guy in there that's probably going to bleed first. It's John Moxley. <laughs> and Claudio that's the definitive. Definitive. He'll probably start uh, bleeding uh, after taking a fucking suplex from uh, Dax Hardwood. Probably, or he'll get it. He'll get busted <laughs> open on Dax's hardwood. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 fans! If you're joining us live, feel free to join in on the conversation. Are you making picks, Chris? I am making picks. I uh, I went with Wardlow, and I'm picking FTR. Sorry, okay, FTR. you didn't say uh, it. I got it. All right. Uh, Like I said, if you are joining us live, go ahead and leave some comments. Let us know um, who you guys are picking for Revolution um, or anything in general that you want to add to the conversation. Feel free. Um, We'll we'll read the comments. Yes, comment. Don't be a dumbass, though. We'll call you a dumbass. Might even post them up here on the screen for you, too. So. Mm All right, uh, TNT Championship match: Christian Cage taking on Daniel Garcia. Oh, not, I don't know. About not this gonna one. lie, I think I'm gonna go with Daniel Garcia. 
I'm gonna go with Christian okay. Cage, and Edge is gonna Edge is gonna help him win. Just gonna help Cage win. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're gonna reunite the seals. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going with I'm going with Christian, and I'm sure it'll be by some kind of interference, either by like by Edge. Team. I don't think it's gonna be Edge. Um, and they started a group called the Vampires. The Vampires. And they bring back yeah. Grail. It'll be uh, Vampire Society Incorporated or something. <laughs> oh, lovely. All right. Garrett, you picked Daniel Garcia. Okay. You just want to see him do that dance with the title when he wins. Hell yeah. Uh, this match, I've got no interest in watching at all. <coughs> Eddie Kingston. You skipped a match. Brian Daniels. I did? This is all I got. Yeah. Go back. What did I miss? Oh, right there. what did I skip it twice? Okay. My bad. Uh, Will Ospreay and Takeshita. This should be a hell of a matchup. Did not get a whole lot of build on this, but, I mean, between the two of them... I'm sure it'll be pretty decent anyway. Uh has been pretty solid. Um we all know the caliber of Will Ospreay. So. And my wife don't like Will Ospreay. She don't like Will Ospreay. <laughs> no, nah, she she says like he, he powers up like a cartoon character too much. <laughs> that Dragon Ball man. But uh uh, I'm gonna take Wasbury. Uh, the win. Uh, I'll take an Osprey as well. And for the clean sweeper, William Osprey. Oh, well, we know who's you. really winning. No skate to catch. Ray Mysterio has returned to SmackDown. Rejoining his LWO brethren. Nice. Taking out Legato. All right, here we go. This match I've got no interest in, like I said. <laughs> uh, Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Um, they're just fucking six-man tag match. FTR and Kingston and the, the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Those chops that Eddie Kingston does in the corner that are more like slaps, look like trash. And I like Eddie Kingston. But those chops, those slaps look like complete garbage. They've always looked that way. It's just, I don't know, I guess I just was noticing it this week, but it was just, it looks so bad. So. Well, for that, I'm picking Eddie Kingston. What's up? I'm taking Eddie Kingston. Kingston. I'm, I'm going with Danielson because I believe uh, Kingston's already beaten Danielson. It's true, but Danielson's on the last little bit of his career. He don't need another title. He needs to be getting people over. So, uh, so. with that being said, going with Eddie Kingston. I'm still going with Danielson. So. Did they use their real pit? Why does Eddie Kingston's like uh, Brian Danson's picture looks real, but Eddie Kingston looks like a fucking like video game character. It's because of what he's wearing. 
they probably you're still used to him wearing like freaking like t- terrible like tight like tank top thing he wears. They probably use his, his uh, picture from Fight Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, this one, match of the night right here, I'm telling you. Uh, Tony Storm, timeless Tony Storm, defending the women's championship against Deanna Perrazzo. I think uh, Tony Storm uh, retains on uh, this one. I got a question for you while we're talking about this match. Mm-hmm. Regular six is nine. Do you think WWE dropped the ball on Deanna? Uh yeah, for sure. Yep. I mean we saw her working uh impact TNA. Uh I mean she, she, for the last uh I mean you could probably argue not last year, but at least the year before last and the year before that, she's probably arguably the best woman wrestler in women's wrestling. Absolutely. So she was um she was being interviewed, I think it was Chris Van Vliet again. Um and she was being interviewed about her time in NXT. And she's told, she's like, yeah, I kept being told, like, we don't understand your character. We don't know what a virtuosa is. Like, we don't understand this. We don't understand that. It's like, how do you not understand, like, a virtuosa? Like, like, how do you not get this? Like, she's supposed to be, like, the pinnacle, the best. Like, why are you not understanding that? I don't know. But I'll just figure I get you guys' opinion on that, too. But, Um, yeah, if she goes back, I'm sure they'll understand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People understand it now. Uh, but I'm picking Tony Storm as well. Yeah, I think I, I think I'll go ahead. Get be different and pick Deanna Price. Yeah, I don't think this is the last match between them. I just don't think that uh, uh, Deanna Price is going to pick it up the first time. I think they're going to have like you know another like two or three matches. At least I would. I'm sure they will. I'm sure it'll be something. Awesome. All right. We got next up here is International Championship. Orange Cassidy defending against Roderick Strong. Is this when Orange Cassidy finally loses? Yep. Adam. He loses because Roderick Strong uh, uh, bring out some lemonade uh, and lemons and be on <laughs> uh, Awesome. I like it. <laughs> uh, Garrett, who are you picking on this one? I'm picking Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. All right. That's because Garrett likes working on his hands in his pocket. Yep. <laughs> yep. I think this would be a pretty solid match regardless. Um, and then, of course, probably, well, won't be the main event, but be a pretty solid matchup, too. Damn it. Skip the slide again. My bad. Uh, triple threat match for the World Championship. Swerve Strickland, Samoa Joe, Hangman Adam Page. Is this where Tony Khan pulls a trigger and gives Swerve the title? Or do we keep it on Joe? All right, so I'm going to answer first, and I'm not going to make an answer. I'm not going to say it verbally. That's all I'm going to do. 
Well, that's about as <laughs> as white as some of those guys in the crowd Wednesday night. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Man, can we get a medical to check on Gary? That's like he just had a seizure. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, if Tony Khan has any motherfucking sense, if he has any motherfucking sense, uh, Swerve Strickland will leave for that title. Uh, if he doesn't have sense and he's some you know, rich dickhead that doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, Hangman Adam Page will leave that belt. Mm, I don't know if I see Hangman leaving with the title. I that's why. Did you just listen to what I said? I listened to what you said. So. Okay. Yes, Hangman Adam Page shouldn't win the title. Uh, that's the whole point. At least, what I just said. at least not the world title. Yeah. Oh. You know, uh, four or five years ago, he should have won back when he was hot. Yeah, when they started uh, the motion. Instead of giving it yeah. to right off the bat. Yeah. But uh, that's the thing. Is, you know, you just fuck shit up. But, uh, yeah, Swerve like, should leave with the title if Tony Khan has any sense. Whatsoever. All right. And we'll probably end up being the main event uh, World Tag Team Titles Tornado Tag Match. Sting's final match Sting and Darby taking on the EVPs, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Well, <sighs> I don't see uh, Sting losing his last match. Um, if he does, um, he's a fuck stick. Anyway, um, I'm going with Sting and Darby. Uh, also picking Sting and Darby. Seems logical to have them go out on top and then either have Darby find a replacement partner or you know have them put up the belts in the tournament or something. So... What's uh? Who's like the one wrestler that Sting probably couldn't beat, even if he tried? You know who that is? It's the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> and the reason why Sting never wrestled the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, is because he knew that if his chin got hit by a fucking super kick, it would be over. And I think because the Young Bucks will super kick the fucking shit out of him, he's going to lose this match. And he'll go into retirement as a loser. So dark and deep. So dark. Carl does not like Sting. Oh, awesome. All right. So that's that's our picks for AEW Revolution. Um, I don't know. Like, we had a chance to go to this. I As soon as they announced it was Sting and Darby versus the Bucks, I, like, lost all interest in this pay-per-view. At least that match. So. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not a. I mean, it's one of those things like you know, usually, like I said, when I say this, it's usually a good card. But the, I'm not. At least in the past, like you've been excited about like, at least a few matches, but this card. Uh, I mean, maybe if, except for a uh, swerve winning the world title, like I'm not excited at all with like anything up there. Yeah, I'm sure the pay per view will be good. Like AEW generally, especially over the last you know year, they've had some pretty solid pay per views. But oh no, the last one wasn't that good. No, not compared to what else was on there. But that's probably like the worst one they've had compared to yeah. the other one they had before that. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I just, like I said, I've got no interest in, like, it should have been Sting versus Darby. Like, all in all honesty, that's the route they should have went. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. That's just me. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk some impact. Let's talk impact. Uh, TNA. Not, TNA wrestling. I did not get to watch No Surrender at all. What yeah, trying to Carl find did. It. No surrender. I tried to find it on our uh, bootleg website, and it wasn't up there anymore. Uh, it was on the Daily Motion one. Okay. This is the one that I watched it on. Oh, man, I did see some clips from uh, Moose versus Alex Shelley for their uh, No Surrender match. Mm-hmm. Which looked uh, pretty pretty entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. I just freaking had... Um, Moose's hands inside the turnbuckle, like the the piece that connects the turnbuckle to the ring post, and Shelly was just like grinding the his like fingers back inside the thing. It looked pretty brutal. Yeah, it was like I said, uh, the match concept was like pretty pretty cool, and like probably one of the best like newer match concepts in the last couple of years. That's pretty cool. So I'll run down this here real quick. The uh, the countdown was uh, the Rascals uh, defeating Mike Bailey and Trent Seven with interference from Macklin. Uh, Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers defeated Kevin Knight and Kushida. We get into the uh, number one contenders match for the world title, Frankie Kazarian versus Eric Young. Uh, Eric Young goes over Kazarian, so Eric will take on Moose at Sacrifice for the uh, TNA World Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Bay Club retained the TNA Tag Team Championships over the Grizzled Young Vets. That was a really good match. I'm sure if it's anything like the last two matches, it was probably probably one of the best matches of the night. Uh, we had PCO versus Big Con. Connor, formerly the Ascension. Uh, PCO wins by DQ. Uh, looks like mm-hmm. they're going to set up another match for them going into Sacrifice from uh, this week's Impact. Um, Knockouts Tag Team Championship, Decay versus MK Ultra. MK Ultra regains the Knockouts Tag Team titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Alexander goes over Simon Gotch. And uh, Moose retains against Alex Shelley. And Jordan Grace retains against. Uh, Giselle Shaw, which looked like a pretty good match too. Mustafa Ali is your new X Division champion. The first time anyone has come in and won the X Division title on their debut in TNA. 
Yeah. Props to uh stops Ali. Awesome. All right. So Carl, what's your uh what's your take on this pay-per-view since you're the only one that got to watch it? Uh I'm I'm the only one that watched it. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, uh it was pretty solid. Um like I was probably telling y'all throughout the week, uh, like there wasn't a bad match on the card, like where I'm like, hey, this is bad. Uh, and uh, the the I really liked the concept of the no surrender match. Um, which if nobody else got to watch it, it's like so what it is exactly is like you have a corner, uh, like kind of like boxing, like you know you have a couple people in your corner uh, on the outside. And they have a towel. And the way you win the match is you make your opponent's team throw in a towel for him. Uh, and the only, like, disqualification is is you can't, like, a member of your corner can't touch the opponent. Because if you do, the title switches hands. Uh, so you had people kind of pushing that rule to, like, the fullest by, like, throwing in weapons or removing weapons. Uh, it's just like a really great, like I said, it's not the best match. Like, don't get me wrong, you could improve the match a lot. Uh, but, like, just the concept overall was really good. And there was a, a good execution on the, the first time of it, I thought. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, what it sounds like, it actually sounds like a really good, um, Really good concept for that. This is a little fight duty, I think. Oh, I'm sure. This is probably like the first, obviously, the first one they've done with those rules. So, right. It should be pretty okay. solid. So. But, you know, TNA has been pretty innovative over the years of like, coming up with like cool matches. You know? Oh, yeah. Like the uh, the reverse battle royals. Like, mm-hmm. and, uh, so, yeah. Uh, the King of the Mountain match, Ultimate X. Yeah. So, a lot of cool stuff. Everyone sleeps on TNA, but TNA gives us some pretty awesome matches. Monsters Ball is another one. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me right now, it's like, I mean, we'll see how it goes because it's under new management or whatever. But, you know, uh, I like Tommy Dreamer, and I think, you know, they can maybe come number two company. He is is an innovator. (laughs) Of violence, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. All right. Um, Impact this week, we had uh, Tasha Steeles and Zaya Brookside, uh, number one contenders match to face Jordan Grace at no, at, um, not no stronger, at Sacrifice. Um, actually went to a double count out. Um, Grace said she will actually fight both of them. So we are getting a triple threat match for the knockout championship with some fresh blood in the water. Uh, with Tasha Steeles and Zaya Brookside. Uh, Steeles hasn't been in the uh, women's title picture in a little bit. And I think this is the actually the first time Zaya has actually been in the, the women's title picture since coming to TNA. So props to them. Should be a pretty solid matchup. Sacrifices stacking up to be a pretty solid card so far. Yeah, it's going to be good. TNA pay per views are always pretty dang good. Yep. And, uh, been listening along to us over the last few years, you know that we we love us some Tasha Steels. Yep. Should be pretty awesome. All right. So, uh, 
we already talked about no surrender. Yeah. So, um, other news this week, uh, biggest thing I got, Tama Tonga uh, did have his last match with New Japan for wrestling. It was him and Tonga Loa reuniting as a Gorillas of Destiny, uh, taking on the team of El Fantasmo and Hikaleo. And of course, ELP and Hikaleo ended up on top of that. And uh, Tama Tonga uh, apparently being discussed as signing with WWE. It was being reported by Meltzer Wrestling, Wrestling Observer Newsletter and been uh, um, Fightful Select, I think, confirmed it as well. So if I can get someone other than Meltzer and Wrestling Observer to, co- to confirm something, then I'll roll with it. But yeah, so yeah, looks like Tomataga may be WWE bound. Hell cool. Yeah. So, my question is, where do you put Tomataga? Do you leave him, keep him on his own? Do you put him with the Good Brothers? You, obviously, probably not going to put him with. Obviously, not going to put him with the Bloodline. Um, do you feud him with Roman in the Bloodline? Do we feud him with Seth? Like, where do we go? Um, Who knows? Time bring him in. Bring him in. Have him versus Baron Corbin. <laughs> um, do we do we bring Haku him. back with him? <laughs> Does his dad come too? <laughs> we can only hope so. Yep. Awesome. All right. That is pretty much all I've got for the week in wrestling. If you guys got anything else to add that I missed. I think so. All right. Cool. So, you know what time it is now. Time for Carl's favorite. Oh, man. For everyone's favorite portion of the show, G-Money's Quiz. Why are you saying, he's, oh man? Because I, I, you are telling me that you can make us guess wrestlers rather people cares. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's not what I did. Boo. Uh, I don't know why it's not working. Uh, can you see this or no? I got it now. CK. Oh. Um, name the wrestler by their nickname. Yep. Are you were you saying nickname? We talking about like childhood nickname or like their name in wrestling? A nickname they were given in wrestling. Like the Brahma Bull would be the rock. Right. Right. Okay. Right. All right. We'll see. I don't know how I, difficult will... it's going to be, Garrett. I will say, <laughs> I specifically made this more difficult. Oh, okay. So you well, think? I don't think that, I don't think it's going to be as difficult, but I could be wrong. I tried to make it more difficult. Put that way. Okay. I made the first one really easy, so you guys could get it. See, easy. The Viper, Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. And then I mean, there's a lot of people probably called the Viper. Make it better. I even made the next slide the wrestler. Yay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the beast from the east. Carl, I don't know who this one is. I think it might be um 
Bam Bam Bigelow. I was going to say Bronson Reed. Oh. <laughs> All right. The chick magnet. Uh, the, the chick magnet. Oh, uh, I don't know. Anybody's scoring chicks. Oh, Damn. That was the Miz. Oh man, he scored chicks. Uh, yeah, he scored, I scored Marie. So, <laughs> who looks a lot better now than she did when she was wrestling? That's true. The and next that, big thing? Oh my god, I don't know who that could be. The guy. That I know it's not the under. I know it's not the Undertaker because he was never big. I mean, he's already big. So he went in the next big thing. So, uh, so Brock uh, Lesnar. That Parker Bordeaux guy. <laughs> I should have done something <laughs> funny instead of putting a Brock Lesnar picture. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Some of these are really easy, but the, I did make some harder. Don't worry. Okay. okay. They better get really fucking hard really quick. Um, yeah. Oh, Viscera. Poor Matt Hardy. That's not the right one. That's Big Daddy V. Yeah. This one's specifically for Carl. Oh, hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert. <laughs> Just for you, buddy. And this one, for I didn't. Really oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> A real double J. Jesse James Armstrong. <laughs> uh, that's not Jesse J. That's not. That's uh, Road Dog. <laughs> Oh, anti diva. That'd be Paige. The man with a plan. Oh. Damn, who had a plan? And was a man. Oh, the man with a plan. This one might be kind of hard. It's not Becky Lynch. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Man with a plan. Man with a plan. I don't know. That was actually a stumper. You don't know either, Carl. All right. Oh, Brian Kendrick. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. The Brian Kendrick. So it's written as music. The Greek goddess. The geek goddess? Yep. The geek goddess. Is that Ember Moon? Uh, no. That's a good guess, though. The fuck is the geek goddess? Alexa Bliss? Can you play the song Bliss? <laughs> Who's Alexis playing? Mm-hmm. Who's cheating? I can't say her name around the devices. Oh. (laughs) And think about that. Oh, the geek goddess Bailey. Sasha Banks. Oh. Sky Blue. (laughs) I'm trying to think of anybody wearing glasses. I don't know. The librarian. The librarian. Leave a bait. 
AJ, that was my next one. Yeah, yeah. I never heard her referred to as a geek. Guy. I've never referred heard her heard her referred as that either. The man of a thousand holes. Oh, okay. Got easier. Dean Winka. Got easier for you. The man of a thousand and one holds. <laughs> <laughs> the man that gravity forgot. Neville. I thought it was his ears. It's <laughs> the elf. Sicilian psychopath. That would be Alpa. Had to had to do pictures of people that look great. That's what he uh that's what he went by in uh, Ring of Honor. He's a Sicilian psychopath. Booger Red? Yep. The fuck? <laughs> Ashton Booger? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I'm lost on that one. Booger Red. That's like Willie Nelson or something, isn't it? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, cause, uh, Cowboy Bob Oh, uh, What? Fuck. The fuck did you get that? I'm telling you, is the name we went by. I've seen it in like so many different things. Right. I guess it was a nickname he had when he was like Big Evil. Sometime around in there. Because Booger Red was uh, like a cowboy or something, right? Like the actual Booger Red was like a cowboy. I don't, I don't ever remember Undertaker being referred to as Booger Red. I remember like Big Red Devil, like Big Evil. Dead Man Inc. Like Dead Man Walking. <laughs> the Dead Man. Never never heard Booger Red. Yeah, I was looking up nicknames. It was one I've seen <coughs> different places. And every time I saw like a picture for it, it was like kinda around that time I was saying. I might I'm gonna need you to cite your sources on that one, my boy. I got you. <laughs> I got you, I can do that. I think this is the last one. I don't remember. I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah, it is. Angel of Doom. The only person I see getting S is Chris. The Angel of Doom. Ugh. Fuck's the Angel of Doom. Hakushi? (laughs) So, (laughs) so I'll give you a hint because I figured if you didn't know it right away, I'd have to give you a hint. Christopher um, Daniels. It's a female wrestler. Female wrestler. Angelina Love. I well, know. I'd hope by now you picked up that everybody is a WWE wrestler. Oh. So I hope Yo, Sky. Phoenix. Oscar. Kyrie Sane. I was like, oh, best Phoenix. Nah, she was never Angel of Doom. Um, Ariel. Oscar. I don't know. Charlotte Flair. Alexa Bliss. 
<laughs> no, I'm just going to name every Fable wrestler on the roster and still not get it right. Sable. <laughs> Lita. <laughs> Ember Moon. I don't know. All right. Nia Jax. You ready for the answer? There we go. Really? She's apparently one of her names. I, I tried to do oh, some that were hard. I knew most of them were going to be easy, though. Dude, are these like fucking childhood nicknames or something? Like, you're picking shit that I've never heard of. Well, sounds like you need to look at your nicknames for wrestlers next time. Is that what her like, dad called them? Or is it like what like, <laughs> wrestling commentators would call them? Yeah, it's a nickname wrestling at some point. Like, which one was called Sport? That's what their dad called them. <laughs> I love it. Oh, awesome. All right, so that was G-Money's Quiz. Guess a wrestler by the nickname. I like the AI ones more. Those are fun. Yeah. I'll, I mean, that I'll one was kind of fun. Some of them were kind of, like I said, I'm going to have to see some sources on yeah. Booger Fred. <laughs> yeah, I want to see some asterisks in the corner next week with links to sources. I want to I wanna, I wanna fucking like video somebody calling them Booger Red. Like, I know article that like he may have been called that like at one point. Like, yeah, I better like, it's Booger Red! <laughs> if there's ever a time we get to meet The Undertaker, that's what we should call him as Booger Red. Yo, Booger yeah. Red! <laughs> Ask him about it. See if he remembers. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what did you just call oh, me? Man. I called you Booger Red. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's get over to No Holds Bar. All right, for those joining us live in the chats or joining us live, regardless. No holds barred. It's pretty much where we talk about whatever the hell we want to. Uh, sometimes it does divert a little bit back to wrestling, but it's mostly like non-in-ring stuff or something we forgot to mention earlier. So, yeah. Okay, so real quick, real quick. So apparently Jim Ross tried to call him Booger Red, and then no one understands why. And it, it says Ross has previously revealed that the name was stolen from former University of Texas linebacker Tommy Nobis, but on his podcast this week, blah, 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 blah. Ross went into detail on the meaning behind the name. It turns out you may want to sit down for this. It had nothing to do with the nose nuggets. And it's a whole article that I'm not reading. Oh, okay. So Jim Ross caught him that one time? One time. And Probably. John Once or twice, and I never went over. So. But it was Darren when he was badass Undertaker. Huh. So dumb. So. <laughs> Not everything sticks, including a booger red. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fabulous. All right. I got one, a couple things in here for No Holds Barred. This one, did you guys see this Wendy's thing? Where they announced uh, the surge pricing like Uber does during like peak hours, peak times? They, uh, I think they backtracked uh, and said, like, "Oh yeah, the uh, the internet backlash shut that shit down quick." <laughs> I I just cannot oh, yeah, believe that. Yeah. Like, you get that many people that come into your restaurant on a daily basis to begin with that you think you need to charge three dollars more 
during lunchtime rush hours than you do during like off time. Come on, man. So my question was, and I did this on like a TikTok video and it kind of went semi-viral, is uh, if that's their plan, are they going to pay the workers that are working like extra money since they're going to be working harder like during those surge hours? Or is it just, huh. you know, profits for the company? It's profits for the company. That's, that's all it is. They don't give a shit about people making the burgers or ringing the people out or working the drive through But I don't eat a lot of fast food. Um, so I can't really, like, Wendy's ain't going to lose too much of a customer with me because I've probably yeah. ate there once in the last, like, three years. I but, uh if we go fast food, it's usually McDonald's because every time we go to Wendy's, they fuck something up. So, but. I mean, the Wendy's over here where I live are not too bad. Uh, it's just, you know, I don't eat a lot of fast food. So. Um, but when I went to Wendy's, I think like the, either the Baconator or the uh, Spicy Chicken is what I normally go with. Normally the Baconator. Nice. Cool. All right. What you guys got this week? Uh, I went and seen uh, the Barb Marley movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about that. Oh, my wife for her birthday. It was pretty good. It was kind of, I don't know, kind of weird the way they, like, what they chose to depict, like, the way they set the movie up. But it was all right. It was like, we like reggae. Uh, it's a good time. Sorry. So I was just trying to get ready for next year. Yeah. It's okay. Season pass. Um, we're getting um, <laughs> DDP, um, Kyrie Sane, uh, a jacked out fucking Post Malone, uh, the Dudleys, CM Sucks, um, Carlito. Pat McAfee, um, you scrolled away. Go back. Go back. <laughs> Go back. Go back up. I wasn't done. Lex Luger, Mr. Perfect, and uh, Jade Cargo. That's only some of them. All right. So they announced the full DLC packs uh, from the game drops next week. Um, actually... We'll be getting that this weekend, three days early. Um, so we'll have, I'll have a full review on that next week. Uh, DLC pack number one is the ECW CM Punk pack. Uh, this one, of course, has CM Punk, the Dudleys, the Sandman, and Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Terry Funk yeah. and the Sandman. So that's pretty awesome. Can we get a barbed wire match? <clears throat> I don't right? Uh, DLC 2 is Post Malone and Friends Pack, which will be in June. So, so I have a question. Uh, yeah. Are these people that are actually friends with Post Malone? Because that's how this thing. I know. That's, that's yeah. what I think. So, I was like, well, you I know, know, you know. Fucking hang out with Post Malone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she would. Now, now, Bosch and Thrasher, for sure. But uh, I think it's. I think it's sensational. Like Sherry, sensational. would fucking hang out with Post Malone. Yeah, I would. I would say so. <laughs> yeah, Sherry was cool like that. I think it's yeah, more of cool. the um, 
just think about everyone that's in this pack has something to do with like music. You know, she yeah. sang uh, Michael's original HBK right. song. So, yeah, Post Malone, Sensational Sherry, The Headbangers, Honky Tonk Man, and Jimmy Hart for that pack. Uh, Post is only in here because he did the uh, soundtrack um, for this thing. This one, uh, Pat McAfee pack. Of course, it's him and a couple co-hosts. Um, they haven't announced the co-host yet. Uh, Global Superstars will include Jade Cargill. Nia Jax couldn't even make the main roster. Like she here as <laughs> DLC. Um, <laughs> Michelle McCool, Carlito, Kyrie Sane, Lyra Valkyria, and Dragon Lee will be in here as well. Uh, WCW pack. We'll have Diamond Dallas Page, Iron Sheik, Mr. Perfect, The Great Muda. Excited about that one. That's going to be awesome. And Lex Luger. Awesome. So pretty stoked for that, for the uh, DLC packs that are there. Heck yeah. I'm excited. Hell yeah. A lot of cool stuff coming. I'm glad you're excited. I am. It should be fun. It should be fun. Now my kids are starting to play the wrestling games a little more. It gives me an opportunity to beat their ass with more characters. Now you, what you need to do is you need to get you need to get like a a, a GM mode thing. Y'all do like GM mode, do your drafts, and tell them how you are more superior than yeah. they are. <laughs> that sounds way way fun for a little kid. Yeah. They were totally yeah. concept of that. Hell yeah, dude. I, it, it's actually funny. I was talking to Katie about the game. I was like, yeah, we should do a GM mode. She's up for it. I love it. Nice. Yeah. They should let you do, like, I should be able to do GM mode online. Like, you and I should be able to, like, play GM online. Oh, I agree. I, I'd have a lot of fun doing yeah. that, too. Yeah. It just makes sense. Yep. Except for Garrett wouldn't make a bunch of AEW characters and be tiny fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do what Carl probably does, or Carl. I do what Chris probably does. We probably both do the same thing. I always let the CPU when I do the CPU draft like all the high people, and I draft like all the low people, and I just build them up. That's why I end up sucking at first. Yeah, I get um, I'll take some bigger name people like in the beginning of the draft. Yeah, and then as we get farther down, I'll start drafting some of like the the lower cost people. There's some people I just want on my roster, no matter what. I don't care if they have like yeah. a 55 rating. Give me that freaking uh, jobber clown any day of the week. I got it. <laughs> I had um the last game when I was doing like the all women's roster. Uh, that I ended up like reaching Hall of Fame status with. Like my champions were Trish Stratus and Beth Phoenix on there. Um Bailey at one point. You know, like you redraft like every at the end of every year. So but it's like I always try to keep like my two my two bigger champions. So, so when you do it all women's, does it let you do like two main titles or just do one one main title, one like I'm trying to remember if it gave me. I think it gave me a women's intercontinental title too. I'm not 100. Really? Sure on that one. Oh, that's interesting. That's cool. I didn't know it did that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool if you have a women's intercontinental title. 
I mean, to be fair, anybody should be able to wrestle for any title, to be completely honest. Yeah. I have serious. I have like a women wrestle for the men's titles. Yeah, I mean they're not men's titles. They're just they're just world heavyweight championships. Now they are. What? <laughs> um, been watching Avatar. The last Airbender. Yeah, I uh, I've enjoyed it. I thought it's been pretty pretty solid so far. It's good. I'll I'll watch it at some point. How, how much there, are some, uh, there are some characters and places that they shouldn't be yet. So well, I was going to say, uh, what threw me off and why I didn't want to watch it is I saw that uh, Aang was flying instead of using his glider. I don't remember seeing anything with that yet. It might be just like a preview I saw. Yeah. But I saw he yeah, was there's like some, flying uh, instead of gliding. When you get to uh, Onimashu, there's some characters in Onimashu that don't belong in Onimashu. Interesting. Yeah. Makes it's me like, not want to watch it now. I mean, I understand why they did some stuff in the show. Um, like, because you're not going to drag out the entire thing over, you know, 20, 26 or 32 episodes. That's not how Netflix works. Like, you're most likely you're going to get six episodes for half of it and the other six. And that's your first season being an hour long each. And you got a specific point of story that you're going to tell. So you have to adapt it somehow, but the way that they've adapted it is a hell of a lot better than that last airbender movie that Shyamalan did. Oh, of course you still have, you know, aspects of where like you still see Ang as a kid, but he still has like a seriousness to him in some parts. But he still like, you know, does like the goofball stuff that the kid would do, and you still get like some of the like the Sokka, like I need to be serious, but you know I'm gonna throw out this quippy one liner and do something stupid type of thing. So, and then Katara being like the the worrisome, overbearing sister type thing. So, gotcha. Yeah, but it's it's been pretty solid so far. That's good. Yeah, Uncle Iro is probably like the best character. As you per usual, of course, that's been great. Um, Aquaman 2 is on HBO Max. No one cares. I'll probably end up watching. I like the, I did kind of like the first Aquaman. I like Jason Momoa. Thought he was the worst Aquaman. part of the first Aquaman is uh, was it Amber Heard's in it with the fucking terrible red wig? Yeah, thankfully, I don't think she's in. This one, I think she may have got cut out, but if she is in it, it's not very long compared yeah, to that. Wig one. was freaking terrible. Yeah, it was just her acting is terrible too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say we're gonna lose Carl. He's gonna fall asleep. Yep. Uh, I'm here. I know for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh. Now let's I'm it. Huh? All right, uh-huh. <laughs> All right, let's go over to the wrestler of the week this week. Carl is your pick. Yep. You want know, you got a graphic for it? I do have it a graphic for it. Just not that graphic. Just not that one. Well he did wrestle for what's that? So they did wrestle for New Japan and stuff. It is. So. Yes, it is. Yeah. 
All right. Well, the week, We're going with Chris Sabion. Uh, he had a really good match at pay-per-view, even though he did lose uh, his title. But um, I wanted to highlight Enos Maya that's wrestling currently uh, for one of the promotions. And I didn't want to go with a... Uh, um, a too long ago uh, match to check out. So I went with the triple threat match from, uh, what was the name of that pay per view? Uh, Hard to Kill 2024. Hard to Kill, yeah, Hard 2024. Uh, great match. Uh, I mean, I don't know what anybody rated or anything, but I remember loving it. Uh, so I went with that match. I started to go with uh, uh, some of. Uh, his older matches, but I was like, let me go with something new. So I went with that one. Uh, what, are your, what are your guys' thoughts on Chris Sabian? Chris Sabian's awesome. Chris Sabian uh, is awesome. Great in yeah. talent. Oh, definitely one of those assets to the TNA locker room. Um, him and Alex. Yeah, one of the, the heartbeats of TNA. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like him because he invented the Power Rangers. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. That's another guy. But uh, yeah, the match was pretty good. Uh, Saban taking on Kashida and El Hio del Vikingo. So probably one of the best matches on that pay per view. If I remember correctly, yeah. I think we I think we almost called it match of the night. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was the match of the night. It was solid. I wish I called it match of the night. I don't know what Garrett said. I don't remember. <laughs> Awesome. All right, so here we go. There is your wrestler of the week, Chris Saban. Awesome. All right, well, that is going to do it for us for this week. Thank you guys for checking us out. Thank you all for whoever joined us live watching. Um, See a few people flipping in and out there for a little bit. So. Next time, stay a little longer. Join us on the chat. Have some fun with us. And yeah. your uh, input in. If you're a wrestling fan. If you're not a wrestling fan, stick around for No Holds Barred and you know, drop some stuff in there, too. But, or, you know, it's yeah, takes random shit. Yeah, tell us random shit. Tell us how much we have sexy voices and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> uh, but on that note, uh, make sure you guys check us out on all our social media outlets. Uh, X, Pod. that's with 1D. Uh, Instagram, WrestleGettingPod with 2Ds. Uh, Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod. And TikTok, WrestleGettingPod. I think that's 2Ds on there as well. Um, also, check out the Redbubble store, Redbubble.com slash people slash WrestleGettingPod with 1D as well. Check out some of the merchandise on there. That is one of the best ways to support us besides liking, subscribing, rating, rating, and reviewing the podcast on Apple. Um, Apple Podcasts goes to five-star review and a rating over there. That's the biggest way to get us into Apple's algorithm to show up more in searches for wrestling podcasts. Spotify, drop a five-star review on there as well. And YouTube, just make sure you hit the little bell in the corner. YouTube.com slash for the collection. Hit the bell in the corner down there so you get notified yeah. um, when new videos go up. Or that share button. And that share button. See, that share button helps yeah. out quite a bit. So tell your friends about us. 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of friends, check out our friends over at the Fig Cave and the and the Call Up Podcast. Um, the Fig Cave guys are talking wrestling figures and other figures as well, some pop culture stuff. So if you're into some of that, check that out as well. And the Call Up, kind of like us, talking some wrestling. They do theirs live Thursday nights, so you can check them out on uh, their Facebook page and chat some wrestling with them. They come back for us on Friday night and talk some more wrestling. Two different mm-hmm. perspectives, two different shows, different perspectives. It's a good time. Uh, but yeah, so thank you guys for checking us out. This is episode 225 of the Wrestle Get It Podcast. I, of course, am one of your main hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews. I'll be out for myself and the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland and Garrett G. Money Munn. We'll check you all next week. Later, Marks. See y'all later, dude.